0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: On this episode of Big Boys Don't Cry, we discuss the film The Ugly Dachshund. You don't have to have seen the film to enjoy the podcast, but if you do listen in without having seen the film, just be aware that we do discuss the plot and there might be spoilers. Enjoy. There
0: ought to be a law, get the on the phone, Lord she even
1: gets bridges
0: on That honky-tonk donkey
1: Hello! Lockdown, lockdown, we're in lockdown That's all I got <laughs> It's what Tom Jones would have wanted
0: It's what he would have wanted, for sure
1: uh, Tom Jones and of course Moose T Let's not forget about Moose yep. T The German DJ he collaborated with. Never... F-
0: Never forget about Moose Tea.
1: Hashtag never forget. I just turned off my no. camera because I'm sick of looking at my own face because I have to do it on video calls for work all day now because that's how work happens now. Do you have the same thing? Yeah,
0: doing a lot more video conferences and things like that. It's uh, it's a brave new world.
1: Yeah. I turn my camera off at every available opportunity. And then sometimes people are like, oh, can you turn your camera on so you can see your face? And I'm always tempted to just like put on a mask or just turn the camera on and like turn the laptop upside down.
0: <laughs> you should do just have it facing Eric.
1: Yeah, I've only. <laughs> yeah, hello, boss baby, reporting for duty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you should definitely do that. Or yeah, like you said, wear a mask or something like
1: that. Yeah, like like Slipknot.
0: Oh yeah, everybody in Slipknot masks. Yeah. I've seen people doing the whole dress up for Fridays where they're like wearing glamorous outfits and things like that. But I think that we should definitely do dress up like Slipknot Fridays. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I mean, there are, there are, they had, what, 52 members? There's enough that there can be a mask for every different person on the call.
0: Exactly. A different exactly.
1: cut of boiler suit for everyone. <laughs>
0: For sure. No, I I
1: hate this whole dress smart for Friday thing. It's the opposite of fun. What we should have is nude Fridays. (laughs) Yeah, I'm on board with that. Unless you're a never nude.
0: The never nuding story. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it'll be fine because, you know, usually you only see a person's head and their shoulders, right? So you'd just be seeing a bit of naked shoulder. You just have to remember never to stand up
0: yeah don't stand up don't turn around
1: oh yeah that's a, that was a joke in um what was that film it's complicated that was a good film with that Baldwin. was a good film and yeah he turns his his buttocks to the camera
0: that's always funny a bum on camera is always funny yeah it's never not funny
1: and all buttocks on film are acceptable and good yeah these are the that rules.
0: Is, uh, <laughs> That's the number one rule of cinema, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. But you will never see buttocks in a Disney film. This is the thing I've realised. From again, it's been a week since we last spoke, and I've been working my way through all the great content on Disney Plus. I'm still yet to see a buttock.
0: Are you working away through all the bad content on Disney Plus as well?
1: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm going to complete (laughs) Disney Plus. This this is my aim for being in lockdown. I'm going to complete Disney Plus. I'm going to watch it all. Apart from The Mandalorian, you? which I'm boycotting because they're trying to release it like serialized normal terrestrial television, episode by episode.
0: Because that's what they did initially, wasn't it? In the States, they
1: released it episode by episode. Oh, was so it? I don't
0: quite, yeah, but I don't quite understand why they're doing the same thing in the rest of the uh, world now that it's finally got it.
1: Yep. And, and Frozen 2, obviously, as previously mentioned. Like, the fact that Frozen 2 is not on the UK one, but is on the US one. Bullshit. I'm boycotting it by not watching it because I can't watch it because it's not on the UK version. Boycott Frozen 2.
0: Boycott.
1: Boo. But
0: what I enjoy about your boycott is that you're still giving them exactly the same amount of money that you would be doing if you were doing no boycott whatsoever, which is going to be an incredibly effective boycott.
1: Yep. Yeah. They've written to me about it already. They're very upset.
0: We've noticed that our metrics are slightly down.
1: Yeah, Tom Hanks played by Walt No, Walt Disney played by Tom Hanks, not Tom Hanks played by Walt Disney. He's dead. Walt Disney played by Tom Hanks has given has phoned me up and said, "Now, look here, sir. I've I've heard I've heard rumors." And I said, "Yeah, you heard right, Walt, if that is your real name." And then I hung up on him.
0: Bold move. That is a bold move.
1: Yeah. So take that Disney. How do you like that? <laughs>
0: How do you like that? Um, So, Disney obviously made this week's film.
1: They did. They did. In the 1960s. A a wonderful golden age. A very fun era.
0: There's a a simpler time where men could occasionally make a work of art and afford a really fancy house
1: and multiple
0: pedigree dogs.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And they're the catering for their party to be done by Japanese guys.
0: Yeah. Um, that, that 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 that's everything that happened in the sixties. So 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 we watched the Ugly Dachshund. Yep. Your pick. My pick. Obviously, it's about dogs.
1: I've seen this film multiple times.
0: I watched this film for the first time. Yep. It was all right.
1: It was all right. <laughs> This is. Yeah. I, I am genuinely a little bit surprised that they haven't done like a, a modern remake of this. But I'm sure they'll get round to it eventually.
0: Well, I have a theory. The
1: Daxon Theory. As the Daxon Theory. Weren't they a um, new metal band?
0: Yeah, Daxon Theory. It's yeah. a song by 36 Crazy Fists, wasn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah. Lots of shouting about dogs. Yeah. And sausages. <laughs>
0: Um, so that, so another Disney movie that came out was that darn cat
1: starring the same guy
0: starring, um, what was his name? Uh, Dean Jones, Dean Jones, who,
1: um, is in lots of things. Yeah. Who also Um, is the, the villain in Beethoven.
0: Yes. I was going to bring that up later. He's the the guy who hates dogs in Beethoven.
1: Yeah. You're watching it. You're like, is that the evil doctor in Beethoven? Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Um, so I think the reason why this movie has not been remade is that they did a remake of That Darn Cat um, back in the 90s. I was going to say that and, sounds more familiar. And it was not very well received, shall we say. Um, and only made about twenty million at the box office critics everywhere hated it um and so it might be that because that film did so badly, they basically decided, you know what let's steer clear of these live action remakes for the time being um so now they've gone down the route to doing live action remakes of obviously animated movies, so maybe now is the time to bring them back and start yeah.
1: doing. I think it is. That darn cat, you know, it was 1997. This is 20 plus years ago. 23 years ago. Enough time has passed now. People will have forgotten about it. I don't think Christina Ricci's forgotten about it. But everyone else probably has. Uh, On the That Darn Cat, it says here it is a remake of the 1960 film That Darn Cat, which in turn was based on the book Undercover Cat by Gordon and Mildred Gordon. One of them is called Gordon. Gordon Gordon. Not a relative of yours, I assume.
0: Well, interestingly enough, my mum, a bit of very interesting Gordon family history here. My mum, whose name was not Gordon, wanted to call her son Gordon after her brother. But up then, of course, married somebody called Gordon, so decided, <laughs> you know what, I'm not going to call this child Gordon Gordon.
1: Oh, I thought you meant she was genuinely considering it.
0: As well, I think it would have been interesting if I had been called Gordon Gordon.
1: Yeah. You could have shortened it to Gord, like Goldie hockey Gordon. players do. Yeah. All hockey players Don? are called Gord. Yeah, or Don. Don Gordon. Don Gordon. Sounds all right.
0: Yeah. It yeah. Could, have, could have worked.
1: Gordy Gordon does sound like some kind of Canadian um, stand up comedian. I remember Gordy Gordon.
0: Gordon. <laughs> I'm here to talk to you about hockey.
1: Yeah, and being cold. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes about hockey, and hanging his hat on what he thought was a taxidermied moose antler on the head of, on the, his wall, but actually it was a real moose.
0: It was just a moose sticking its head through the window of my house. Yeah,
1: and then he goes, "Yeah, I gotta I gotta get that window fixed." Yeah, yeah, Gordy Gordon. Look him up. He's on YouTube. <laughs> God, He's very famous. Gordy Gordon. Yeah. Yeah, he would have been in one of these kind of films in the '60s for sure. Uh, Gordy Gordon was like a could comedy the name Canadian guy.
0: Yeah, it could have been the name of a character, couldn't it? The, com- the comedic Canadian. Yeah. In the Ugly Dachshund Two, when the family goes on holiday to Toronto.
1: Oh yeah, and uh, then they go they go for some like they go to Niagara Falls. There's a whole thing about the dog falling in the falling down the waterfall. They they go out to the wilderness and the prairies and the dog chases a moose. Oh, it could, this this is going to be great! I'm excited.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Disney, look us up.
1: The dog throws out the first pitch of a Toronto Blue Jays game.
0: <laughs> We're hitting all of the all of the cultural landmarks here.
1: Yeah, all of all of the things that I want from a story, basically. Yeah, you know they say if you know. You need to write the book that you want to read, or write the film that you want to watch, which is obviously what we do on a regular basis.
0: We do, we do. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so Ugly Daxon 2. Yeah,
1: the The Canadian caper.
0: Yeah, perfect. It's got alliteration. Yeah. What more could you want?
1: And there's, oh, could it be something to do with, like, in in The Ugly Dachshund, in case you couldn't guess or infer from the title, there's a Great Dane puppy that gets mixed up with a family of Dachshunds, thinks he's a Dachshund, but obviously he gets massive when he's fully grown and hijinks ensue. Could there be something to do with, like, a moose pup, if that's the right word, being caught, accidentally caught up with a family of, like, dog people? And then the moose thinks it's a dachshund. Like you take that just taking the kind of the stupid joke from the original film, just one step <laughs> one Canadian step further.
0: You could potentially do that, although I think moose training is a lot more difficult than dog training. So yeah. the logistics of doing so would be quite hard.
1: And do they have moose um, shows? Is there like a crufts but for moose? <laughs> I've moose very I very
0: much doubt that moofts exists. Just
1: a bunch of like extremely rugged Canadian guys with a like a moose on a on a um on reins just like walking around in a really slow circle in a massive arena. <laughs> I'd watch that.
0: So I'm not I'm not sure if there is. Um I've just searched for moose crofts and there is a giant dog called Moose. That ends up in Crafts. What brood is it? Um, It's a Leon Burger. So, those big, fairy monsters. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at it now. The huge, very
1: good dog. I would have that dog. Yeah. Did you watch any of Crafts this year?
0: I watched the funny bits that appeared on Twitter. So, the very excited dog that was doing the obstacle course that just destroyed everything. Um, I, I have a bit of a strange relationship with crufts because i'm not a big fan of dog eugenics in the grand scheme of things so i don't really agree with the whole let's breed these dogs together until they can't breathe properly Um, yeah i have to agree but
1: also it's hilarious to watch a, a fluffy bichon freeze try and run around in a circle
0: yes so so it's that weird conundrum of this is absolutely hilarious but also, it's kind of cruel in the long term. So it's, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's it's the ultimate moral choice. <laughs> it's the ultimate moral quandary of our <laughs> yeah. time, isn't it? Sophie's do I watch crafts? <laughs> <laughs> Sophie's crafts. Um, yeah. So crusts. I, I do find it funny. I think when things go wrong in crafts, it's one of the most entertaining things you could ever watch. So when a dog does a poo <laughs> on the grass, yeah, or it just Which destroys- the best in show
1: dog did this year. Immediately yes. after receiving its award, did a massive poo. Like, it was a celebration, which is just brilliant. I,
0: yeah, I think it was an anti-establishment um, move from the dog. It was a protest.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's saying, this is what I really think of you.
0: <laughs> this is what I think of you, owner. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> no, not not the owner of the, the people who run the show, because they're the ones who are encouraging inbreeding.
0: I think the owners also a complicit here. Yeah, I think one sure. day all dogs will rise up, and they will destroy and overthrow the regime of the Kennel Club.
1: Yep. Now this is also a film all... that we should make. This is the Ugly Dachshund Three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they've they've made it to the UK and they're helping out the dogs in the the rebellion. It's like yeah. it's like the Hunger the... Games. <laughs>
0: they're singing a dog version of killing in the name where it's fuck you i won't sit when you tell me
1: (laughs) that's very good yeah there's like a president snow figure still played by donald sutherland
0: (laughs) still played by donald
1: sutherland yeah of course yeah he's available
0: yeah, I mean uh, they could have done that in the Hunger Games universe because there's the terrifying CGI dog monsters, isn't there?
1: Oh, that's true yeah, the strange long wolf boys.
0: Yeah, which in the books they're supposed to have human faces. Oh, really? And and it's the faces of dead contestants that have been then basically they've put their DNA into horrible dog
1: monsters. Right, um,
0: which didn't didn't make it into the final film. Surprisingly, what what
1: they do in real crufts isn't far off, is it?
0: No, it's not. If if you lose at crufts, your DNA is put into the next pug, which is why the pugs are slowly getting chunkier and chunkier and breathing louder and louder.
1: Yeah, until eventually there'll just be this like giant pug that is the one who leads the rebellion.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just rolling, (laughs) rolling on its stubby little legs around, (laughs) destroying the arena.
1: Yeah, or well, um, rolling by Biscuit Place. <laughs> so, so, so
0: there is no, there is no dog rebellion in the Ugly
1: Daxon. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, not. No, no.
0: But instead, you get a a nice. Th- th- this movie is the definition of a nine thirty in the morning on a Sunday
1: movie. Yeah, Where you, you hop in the channels. You're looking. At, you've gotten up to may You may be. I reckon 30 to 40 channels in through the hop and you're a bit bored. And, you know, this is this is where you get to on one of those obscure movie channels or even on, like, the equivalent of UK Gold or whatever it used to be. Some channel like that. And you're like, oh, all right, why not?
0: Yeah, it's like, you know what, we'll watch this. Because that's that's where a lot of these movies used to sit. And it seems as though there's now this big old love fest for these live action Disney movies from the time, but for a very long period, they would just turn up at that point. Like um, Blackbeard's Ghost is another example, which used to show up on like Channel 5 at nine in the morning at the (sighs) weekends. Channel (laughs) 5. And you'd be thinking, I'm not sure why this is on now, but I'm tired and I've got my cup of tea and I'm going to sit here and watch Blackbeard's Ghost until I get bored. And and, and that's the kind of position that, that, that this movie sits in as well, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. It's like, oh, here's, you know, comfortable suburban America. There's going to be a few japes. Why not? Easy. I don't want to have to think about anything. I don't want to have to really pay attention. It's going to, you know, it's going to be obvious what's going on when a Great Dane wrecks the house.
0: Yeah, precisely, precisely. Um, And it's fine at that. I feel as though, and I'm not one to get bored of dog hijinks quickly. But I found as though the dog hijinks got boring, um, and I was more invested in the people story. Um, yeah, and where, I think
1: actually the the romantic element is an interesting thing for us to discuss as is our reason for being.
0: Yes, yeah, and 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 so I almost feel as though the the kind of template that the Ugly Dachshund had here was almost perfected by Beethoven um, twenty years later. Yeah. Um, where it's, there's a dog in the house, some parties in the house want it, some parties in the house don't want it, hijinks and chaos ensue, and eventually they all fall in love with it. But in there, I feel as though they got the balance right between the, the people element and the dog element quite well. And of course, they added in the whole mystery of the the evil dog-murdering scientists and everything like that <laughs> yeah. that happens in the By the
1: movie. time you get to the 90s, there has to be, a, like, a murderous threat in any yeah. every family movie.
0: <laughs> exactly. This is, this, is a, this is a post-Star Wars world. Kids are not interested in just a film where a Daxon ruins a painting. There's got to be death and destruction everywhere. <laughs> this um, is true.
1: Brutus, I am your father. There et, was none of that.
0: Et... My dinner, Brute? Oh. <laughs> is a joke they could have made in this movie, but I didn't. Spent,
1: I've spent years trying to think of a Julius Caesar joke about this film, and I just have never, never quite managed it. <laughs> I come you know? to very bones not to eat them.
0: <laughs> Did you know that recently, actually, you know there's the whole story about Julius Caesar being stabbed to death?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but actually recently they found out that it may have been poison oh okay um and um so they think that there was a poisoned fish dish that that got him and actually there's a quote from the time which is eight tuna brute eh?" (laughs) (laughs) i i hope you enjoyed that that little joke
1: that is terrible
0: (laughs) but feel free to use it on your next video call it might get people to sign off quicker
1: yeah, if I want to end my end my work calls is not going well, I'm gonna go here yeah Et tuna brute.
0: Just say that we have no context no no lead yeah. up to the joke. just do that and start laughing.
1: Yeah maniacally.
0: Yeah <laughs> just don't stop until people turn off. Um, so so in this movie, right, so you've got Fran and Mark Garrison. They're uh, they're a married couple, they live in a fancy house, they live in a very pleasant neighborhood, and they have a Daxon named Danka.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um Danka, as she she says. Yes,
0: and and, and and Danka is pregnant and gives birth to three Daxon pups. Um, but then at after the, the
1: the I think quite fun opening sequence in which the, the visual gag is that he's driving her to the hospital and it's you, you think that she's going to give birth.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's an it, the opening sequence of this is very fun. Um, and, and, the, and the comedy police policeman well. who's
1: literally called Sergeant Comedy. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm Sergeant Comedy. <laughs> i'm writing you a ticket for <laughs> hilarious jokes
1: he he lets them speed because he thinks she's gonna have a baby and then turns out it's a dog but then he um catches up to him and makes him pay because yes. the, the running yeah. joke as well is that she wears the trousers lol
0: That's yeah the think is- humor I'm the man of the house, except it doesn't feel like that because my wife tells me what to do. Oh, gender dynamics in yeah. 60s
1: culture. Classic. <laughs> um, and so yeah, that, that element of it is quite dated, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, um, I think it's still an enjoyable film to watch. But yeah, that element of it is does just make you go, oh, come on.
0: Yeah, it's a bit like, okay, come on, guys. Um, but yeah, so, so Duncan the Dachshund gives birth and, um, and then, um, basically at the, at the vets, the vet says, well, there's also this, this great Dane pup that's been rejected by the mother. Can you take it? And they reluctantly take it in. He then gaslights his wife. (laughs) which is great um, <laughs> by saying um uh by, by by basically saying oh yes there was this mysterious fourth puppy that looks completely different yeah um and can can can't bring time can't can't bring himself to sort of actually explain it uh until later
1: on um and it never becomes a big well, it issue, becomes obvious
0: it? it it never becomes a big a big problem um, no,
1: because you're like, how long is this gonna last?
0: Yes, yeah. Um, uh, we, and and it's nice that th- there's there's very few moments in this movie where it it becomes real sort of jeopardy of the relationship. Um, which I think is the right tone because if it did come down to the it's me or me or the dogs, um,
1: it would get dog. a
0: bit too it would all get a bit it would all get a bit heavy wouldn't it and this movie relies yeah. on
1: being very lighthearted. she'd bring the dogs into their bedroom to sleep in the other twin bed
0: yes yeah <laughs> um and and the twin bed bed thing is interesting because it
1: looks like a child's bedroom it's really yeah, weird. yeah yeah
0: and and this is i think it's a throwback to the censorship rules that were around so i don't know if you know much about about this but they weren't
1: no we were discussing it we thought maybe it was just like a disney thing of them having to just really overly sanitize things for films that were aimed at children and just not show the even just the idea of a man and a woman sharing a bed was not to be shown on screen in any way
0: yeah so in the 30s and 40s in america you were not allowed to show but basically there was very very strict censorship about what could be shown in film and one of those things was, uh, no, you can't have a double bed. You've got to have twin beds. Um, I don't think it actually carried over in terms of the censorship rules into the 60s, but it might have then been something that Disney kept because they obviously are a family-focused company and uh, uh, well, have always been incredibly conservative about what they show in their films. Yeah, um, And so I wonder whether they just kind of continued this... This sort of censorship trending all the way through to sort of later on down the line. Um because yeah, people didn't just have twin beds, <laughs> you know. Yeah, people even did in the people 60s. did have double beds.
1: In fact, I'd go so far as to say that in the sixties, a lot of people were sharing beds.
0: A lot of people were sharing beds with many different people.
1: Yeah. E- Boomers. They, but
0: back in the back in the sixties <laughs> they had beds big enough to fit fifty people in it was yeah. the free love era man
1: yeah that's why all the boomers are so upset because the big beds don't exist anymore you go down DFS they go do you want a twin size or a king and you're like I want bigger
0: yeah and they can't get it and then they blame it on the EU
1: yeah they blame it on the EU <laughs> and on millennials yeah because it's you can't afford to them. buy big beds
0: we can only afford small beds so it's all our fault
1: yeah but you know what for the last three weeks right I haven't been having any avocado toast and takeaway coffee because we've been in lockdown and now I can afford to buy a big bed. So I suck it. I'm boomers. really glad
0: to hear it. I'm the same and I can now afford to retire when I reach <laughs> 65, which I never thought was going to be possible. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've stopped. I've stopped having food. I don't
1: eat at all. Yeah. Which is what the boomers want. They want us to not eat because back in their day they yeah. didn't eat except they actually did. There was no back food in, my, in the 60s.
0: Back in my day, we didn't have any food. We, we just had rocks. All we had was sex. <laughs> sex and rocks. And sex, sex, sex and with rocks. rocks.
1: Sex and rocks and sex with rocks. That was <laughs> the, the song, famous. wasn't it? Ian Jerry and the <laughs> yeah, Rockheads.
0: Yeah, the famous Blockhead song.
1: <laughs> Hit me with your boomer stick. <laughs>
0: Hit me with your rocks and sex. <laughs> Um, but there's very little rocks or sex in this film, because like I said, no. um, e- you know, this was kind of the eve of more adventurous filmmaking. These da- um, the ducks and
1: puppies, at- right? They don't even have a dad. It's a broken home.
0: It is a broken home. Um, but yeah, so so th- this is kind of the eve before filmmaking became more adventurous. You had a lot of, you know, those, those pioneering French directors and eventually that bled through into, into other areas. Um, but this is a very conservative movie. Um, but but it's still fun to watch, isn't it? It's not it's not boring. It's no. it it is tame, but it's it's a pleasant film.
1: I think most but of I, the jokes land, and that I think yes, is the key thing yeah. to it, isn't
0: it? Yeah. And what's what what's nice is that they do feel like a they feel like a nice couple, don't they? And I think their relationship dynamic works very well.
1: Yeah, um, although wait. his birthday is one of the worst scenes I think ever committed to cinema, and it's it's horrible to watch because he's like, he's dressed up in his dinner jacket, he's got tickets for the Philharmonic, and she's like, "Oh, let's just stay in," and he goes, "Okay, what?"
0: <laughs> well, Such it's expensive it's, tickets,
1: man. Fucking it's hint, it's hinted. It's hinted. Not show up to a con- concert. It's
0: hinted that she's going to have sex with him, and as we have established in the '60s, sex was the be all and end all.
1: Yeah, except there wasn't any. So (laughs) that's what's so weird about it. It's like there is this really weird implication that they're going to have sex, but then that's kind of they don't really go any further than that kind of initial implication. So you're like, was that what was supposed to be implied? Or is there something else? Am I missing something? Well, it doesn't matter because here's a parade of each of the individual Daxons giving him gifts.
0: What you need to understand, Paddy, is that back in the day, Disney treated any kind of relationship in the same way that they treat um, same-sex relationships in modern cinema, where they can, oh, can right. they can claim that they've done it without actually doing anything whatsoever.
1: Yeah, right. Gotcha.
0: So here it was the hint of sex. Um, Did you know that um,
1: Dumbledore's gay?
0: Oh, really? That's amazing. Yeah. I, I can definitely see all of that in the books. Um, it's not actually cow-
1: mentioned in the books anywhere, but it definitely happened.
0: <laughs> definitely not a coward's way out in terms of yeah. not having any representation in your work. <laughs> um, really well done. Big round of applause there. That's such a brave, brave thing to do. Yeah. So controversial
1: and yet so brave. Um, so this is the this is the 60s equivalent of that, basically.
0: Yes, yeah, where it's... They can't actively say, yo, let's go have... Big old sex.
1: Especially as there'd be four Dachshunds and a Great Dane watching them. Oh no, at that <laughs> point the Great Dane's gone away. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. It would just so be he's already taken him back to the doctor once and then she brings yeah. the Great Dane in. And you don't know how yeah. long it's been suffocating inside that present box that it's in, by the way.
0: <laughs> no, no. So if they had gone ahead and had sex, it might have been too late for the Great Dane. And the great, Yeah.
1: Dane she died. goes, oh, by the way, yeah, your present's over there. Opens it up. Dead Brutus, said dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been the film that um, you would have made.
0: That would be my 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 film. Yeah. <laughs> just just, um, just exactly the same, really light-hearted introduction introductory bit up to that point. Then just a hardcore sex scene, <laughs> and then and then a dead dog, and then crying in the background. Yep. As <laughs> they're so just screaming, why Brutus? You were so young. And then Finn. That's it.
1: Yeah. And some what? like industrial metal plays over the credits.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, yeah. Starts of industrial metal, then it slowly turns into that more experimental, like, throbbing gristle style stuff. And it just gets louder and louder and louder.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Gaspar Noe's The Ugly oh, Dachshund.
1: <laughs> I've never seen any of his work, but I'm aware of it.
0: It's interesting. We watched... He's been um,
1: compared to Lars von Trier, right? Yes. yes. Who, so you know, I is, would potentially top the list of my least favourite directors.
0: <laughs> Chaos reigns. <laughs> um, so so I have watched Irreversible, which is one of the biggest pieces of shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh, really? Um, it's really fucking bad. It's really fucking bad. Oh, Monica stupid. Bellucci
1: and Vincent Castle? Yeah. Um, oh, no. But we like them.
0: We do, but they're often in very stupid things, and this is one of them um it's uh yeah it's a really horrible movie that has nothing of worth to say I did however watch Climax, which is the movie he made the other year, which is a mixture of an experimental dance film and a drug freak out that results in people dying and it's it's a really it's a really strange movie, but that 's a lot better than a reversible is i still wouldn't say it's good and i still wouldn't say that you should get anywhere near it because you would hate it but the dancing element is quite interesting basically okay. the, the half that the first half of the movie is a bunch of dancers turn up at an empty building in a snowstorm to have a party and they do some cool dancing then one of them realizes that their the punch at the party has been laced with a drug and then they start Going a bit silly, and then a few people get killed. Um, and it's it's still pretty bad, but it's not irreversible bad,
1: right? Um,
0: but I would like to see Gaspar Noé's take on the Ugly Dachshund.
1: Yes, me too,
0: Gaspar. We know you're listening.
1: We know you listen you every this, week
0: because of your well-known love of romantic comedies.
1: Yep, yeah. and of taking them and turning them into erotic sex films with. Real sex that definitely aren't pornography,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly, um, but the one thing of his that I've not seen is that I want to see is enter the void, which sounds really strange, um and more like my kind of thing, um but yeah, he's a, I don't know, I still don't some some people just you just get the sense they're being edgy just to be edgy,
1: yeah, exactly. And I mean, um, as you know, Lars von Trier takes that to a whole stratospheric level of absolute nonsense,
0: more like Lars von tryhard. am I right?
1: <laughs> yes, you are <laughs> he's trying very, very hard to shock and offend you with his shocking work, which is very shocking
0: it's it's so shocking, yeah my God, um. But yeah, so, so there's none of that in The Ugly Dachshund.
1: No, and I'm grateful for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's no drug freak out. <laughs> um, but you do get various dog-related hijinks, which are fine. I feel as though they, they, there's a few too many, and they go on for a bit too
1: long. But at, so, at the same time, it's not even that long a film, because it's a Disney film. So yeah, it's so funny, it's like they, they obviously just half. kind of invested in the wrong bits. By the um, time it, it get... gets to the Crofts show, you're like, is it over yet?
0: Yeah, it does get a bit tiresome, doesn't it? When you're seeing Daxons, the iargos of the canine world, <laughs> consistently betraying their brother.
1: Oh, the um, the um, parrot from the Lion King.
0: <laughs> I was thinking more Shakespearean here, but we'll go with the parrot from the Lion King. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it oh, was Aladdin. Um, no,
1: it? Aladdin. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. The 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 parrot from Aladdin, Iago. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um. The 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 deceptive yeah. dog known as the dachshund. The great masterminds of yep. the animal <laughs> kingdom has long been established their their intellect and their their ability to betray others and um, their racism so, and their racism towards big dogs. Yeah. We've got short dog syndrome.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, but yeah, so so every so often they they do something where they make it look like Brutus has been
1: wrong and has destroyed they something. When in pull fact the been them. the wool not over his eyes, but all over the room, which in a scene that does make it look like they actually spent some time training the daxons, which is interesting. In a lot of those kind of films that back then you had been like, would they have even bothered to train the dogs? But I guess they had to because they didn't have any CGI. They didn't have any of that. They couldn't fake it. The dogs had to really do it. Yeah.
0: And, and sometimes you can see the quite obvious way that they did the training. So there's the bit where you see the Daxons running and jumping when they're a sort of s- surrounding Brutus. And it's like, yeah, they just held a bit of meat up and the Daxons <laughs> jump for it. Okay, fair enough. But there's other times when you see them sort of walking around or when Brutus is chasing one of them, you're like, that's interesting. They did clearly put in some effort into training these dogs, which is good.
1: Yeah. And training Brutus as well to hunch down and walk close to the ground.
0: Yeah, he he got down and dirty regularly in this movie.
1: Yeah, unlike his owners.
0: (laughs) Unlike his owners. (laughs) um but but yeah but their relationship i think is quite sweet um she is eccentric and loves daxons a little bit too much yeah um and he is just a, He's 60s a painter who paints and and a sort of quite stereotypical 60s generic middle-class white man yeah um, who wants
1: her to give up work
0: um which which and and their sort of their um, their dynamic work quite works well. They've got quite a lot of good banter between them, and I don't mean that in the or oh, banter, mate.
1: Are you right. saying he's the Archbishop of Banterbury?
0: <laughs> exactly. Dog um, banter,
1: like when he says, "I have had it with those walking wieners." He he means it in jest.
0: Yes. <laughs> um yeah they've they've got a quite good chemistry um and so it's it's always quite good fun to see them together, particularly when there is that kind of slight friction between them over what to do with the dogs um but then the kind of jeopardy of this movie comes and goes very quickly, so one of the daxons gets into the rubbish and it's about to be crushed to death by by the 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 um refuse truck. Yeah, but they managed to save it, and that's basically it. And then the next scene is effectively, oh, let's yeah, that's go all and the, do this.
1: Brutus does one good deed, and it undoes all of the mess that he created. <laughs> yeah, he undoes he... all of the. It undoes the huge party that he trashed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he literally he... trashed the house party like a teenager.
0: He he trashed their party. He chased the police like a policeman like
1: a tree, coke, coked up teenager.
0: He destroyed his owner's livelihood by getting rid of the piece of art that he was working on. Um, oh, yeah. But, but he you trashed his studio saved, as well. Yep, he saved one of the Daxons <laughs> and so it's all okay and it's all forgiven. Um, but then, yeah, the final scene is basically, oh, yeah, we're just going to go and do the dog show. Oh, look, he won the dog show, sort of. And, and the Daxon came second.
1: There we go. The he end. won in spirit.
0: Yeah, and, th- and that's it. It's like, okay, that's fine. And then it ends with them all together and the hint again that they're going to have some kids.
1: Yeah, but they don't even go that far. The word kids is not even used. It's not even mentioned. Kid or baby or any news is not even mentioned because that might make you think of sex.
0: <laughs> it might make you think, wait, are they going to have sex to form a it child? might make you
1: think of n- not, not just, well, not even sex, just the possibility of sex
0: possibility of sex at some point in the future which is not on and and yeah. unfortunately that then took us away from the other ugly Daxon sequel which is when they she gets rushed to the hospital to give birth but then accidentally they have the baby and then another great dame pup that they then have to take in at the same time it's like that's a very ugly baby don't say that it just came out of the womb a bit later
1: Wait, et so et she Hijinks doesn't. She. I thought, so she gives birth to a Great Dane.
0: No, she gives birth to a normal baby. But then the vet comes in and is like, "Hey, we need you <laughs> to take another Great Dane."
1: <laughs> yeah, come on. Do your, do before. your gaslighting? Do your gaslighting again, mate? Out of the, out again, of the goodness mate. of your heart.
0: <laughs> come on, mate. Come
1: on! If you don't take this Great Dane puppy, it's gonna die. <laughs>
0: yeah, and 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 so Hijinks and Shoe again. You've got a Great Dane um, wearing a nappy, um, and then. Thinking that it's a human, and then that turns into the prequel to Scooby Doo, which explains why Scooby Doo speaks.
1: Oh, uh, right, okay. A, it's a and dog it walks, that thought he yeah. was a
0: human. Um, yeah, and and that's where Scooby Doo comes from.
1: And then Shaggy is, actually, is like a, what a, a neighborhood kid, maybe, and he eventually yeah, ends up owning the dog through a series of unfortunate events.
0: Yeah, because when because unfortunately Fran in this movie had to breastfeed a Dax a um a Great dame puppy. <sighs> And that kind of thing, and then the sheer level of manipulation from her husband drove her over the edge, and so she eventually put him into the refuse truck and crushed him to death. Um, right? She got she got <laughs> taken away, with Daxons and the Great Danes got put into care. Um, but what to do with the Great Dane that thinks that it's a human? Well, yeah. shit. The we care, better give care it to this, wouldn't take it. We better give it to the stoner kid down he the street.
1: Was too human for the dog system, but too much too canine for the human system. <laughs>
0: Exactly. So they this is how people
1: slash dogs fall through the cracks.
0: <laughs> they they better go send them to solve mysteries with a gang of teenagers, which is what they did. So so the Ugly Daxon 3 is actually <laughs>
1: Scooby-Doo. No, the the Ugly Daxon 3 was the, the Crufts Uprising. So oh, yes. The Ugly Daxon yeah. 4?
0: The Ugly Daxon 4 is Scooby-Doo. Yeah. But then where There's does the Scrappy-Doo Do come too. in? Yeah. That's, that's the only question is where does Scrappy-Doo come
1: the in? Because Scrappy-Doo... Is Scrappy-Doo Scooby-Doo's son? Has this never been established?
0: Wasn't it his nephew?
1: His nephew, right, of course, it's I always think... a nephew, like like DuckTales.
0: Yes, yeah. Cause again, because again, you couldn't possibly
1: have the idea that the three little ducklings were created by a duck having sex with another duck.
0: <laughs> Don- Donald Duck <laughs> just having raunchy, raunchy, stanky-ass sex is not something that <laughs> Disney wants you to think about.
1: No. It's so tales. instead, it's not Howard so, the Duck.
0: So instead you've got Scrooge McDuck just with, here are my nephews. Here are my nephews, I've appeared. never had sex. <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks, you know. <laughs> oh God,
1: yeah. Well, how did they get created?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Did I ever um, show you, by the way, the, the terrifying picture in the book that I read to Eric before he goes to bed is um, Elmo's Bedtime Countdown? and it's got all like a bunch of cute sesame street stuff counting down on the last page is elmo being tucked into bed and elmo has parents yes you did say and his dad looks a bit like guy fieri
0: <laughs> i think it's very strange that elmo has parents i thought he was some kind of eldritch being that had been alive forever yeah <laughs> it's exactly. seen stars rise and fall
1: but i mean um, i haven't seen enough of canonical original sesame street we we all start doing it when eric is old enough to watch tv and well, maybe that will explain some things. But as far as I'm aware, he's the only consistent Sesame Street character that has parents.
0: Yeah, that's weird, isn't it?
1: You know, where are Big Bird's parents?
0: That's a good question. I think there's lots of lots of things that can be explored here.
1: Yeah, for sure. But aside from um, that, Sesame Street is delightful.
0: <laughs> apart from the weird parents question. Yep. Um so so The Ugly Dachshund, yep. Um, based on a book, originally, apparently. Yes,
1: it is, yeah. If you Google um, Ugly Dachshund book, it just directs you back to the movie. So that tells you, so it's like I the think, Taffin books, you can't get them. Yes,
0: I think it'd be pretty tricky to, to track them down. But The Ugly Dachshund did not get well-received uh, response from critics at the time of release. Um, so The New York Times... Uh, refer to it as a thin, contrived, one-joke comedy. Ouch. Um, uh, Variety stated that the film's sum total adds up to first-rate family entertainment, not to mention having a definite appeal for dog lovers and audiences generally, which is okay. nice. Um That's all But right. the LA Times wrote that the fun runs thin early in The Ugly accent. Um A new colour film from our usually reliable friend Walt Disney. <sighs>
1: what was Walt doing? It's <laughs> usually reliable, but in colour, hmm, not sure.
0: <laughs> not sure about that. Um yeah, so um so yeah, so it, it didn't have a didn't have a great reception at the time. You know, it had some good stuff, some not so good stuff. Um but it's one of those things where I think it's probably going to find a nice little home for people on Disney Plus, isn't it?
1: yeah i hope that people do take the time to go and check it out because it's just a bit of fun and a bit of fluff and a bit of it, i think it is interesting historically because as you say it's in that kind of that pre-sex era and to see how kind of conservative and sanitized it is um is interesting but also the fun still shines through and great dane capers so you know you can't argue with that
0: yeah it's got two of the funniest breeds of dog
1: which Jackson and great, great dane
0: yeah when you yeah. put them together magic happens yep um so so yeah so it's interesting to watch it um have you have you got anything else to share about uh, about the ugly dachshund
1: um i don't think i do no i think that's i think that's it apart from just to say there's obviously some very bad racism in it when she imitates the speech <laughs> of the japanese man yes there because is some that very was bad also racism. a feature of the 1960s <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is a, this was an old Walt Disney movie. <laughs> it's got racism in it. In case yeah. you needed the warning,
1: no surprises um, there.
0: No surprises there. Yeah. Um. So. Um. So a few bits of trivia for you. Um. So I was going to say, yeah, Dean Jones plays the evil doctor in Beethoven. Um. But he's also um in the Herbie movies, so the Love Bug, etc. Yeah. The other big thing that he's known for. Um whereas Suzanne and Million Plachette, Dollar Duck. Million Dollar Duck.
1: Sorry, the um, Million Dollar Duck.
0: <laughs> not to be confused with Million Dollar Baby. Very different no. movie. <laughs> um, Suzanne Plaschette though, um uh voiced Yubaba um in Spirited Away. Ah.
1: The the
0: um the uh the English language dub of that. Um That's and then also connection. played um Annie in the Birds. Uh, which isn't the the female lead, um, of course, because that was um, Tippy Hedren, but um, the other sort of key female character in the plot. Um, so that was her sort of like key performance then. Um, but in, in terms of other trivia, uh, Suzanne Plachette uh, has had a Yorkshire Terrier in real life.
1: Cool, cool. Um, We've always so got to have some dog, dog trivia, haven't we?
0: Always got to have some dog trivia. So when she was filming this, she had a Yorkshire Terrier. Um, the dog did not like the smell of the Daxons and the Great Dane. Um, so when she got home she had to uh, so she had to change clothes and shower before she got home, because uh, otherwise the dog would be unhappy, which is great. Um <laughs> Brutus also appeared in um in the Swiss Family Robinson film previ- oh. uh, six years previously. Um and a lovely bit of light hearted trivia for you. <laughs> um all of the actors in this film are now dead <laughs> no not brutus surely not unsurprisingly brutus and the other dogs died a long time ago i'm sure um but dean james was the last uh was sadly the last of the um cast member of this film to to be alive he, and he died in 2015 uh.
1: um so
0: yeah, so, so that's your but the last You're bit of film me the, for this movie. The
1: Doctor, who looked exactly like Colonel Sanders, isn't still alive.
0: Unfortunately, he was made into KFC in 1977.
1: The, the peak of KFC. That's <laughs> fair enough.
0: Peak of, the peak of KFC. That's what the special spice is.
1: 1977. The year punk broke, the yeah. year KFC peaked.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so, so yeah, so that's it for me uh, for this. Um, how are we going to rate this movie?
1: Um, let's see. How many times have you had it with those walking wieners? <laughs> Best line have, in the film, obviously.
0: I have had it 12 times with those walking <laughs> wieners.
1: That's good. Best times and also saying had it in that way also sounds like sex. So...
0: <laughs> I love a good walking meaner idea. Yeah, <laughs>
1: um, yeah. I'll go. I'll go just one higher to reflect, the, to reflect the fact that I love dog capers. I'll go thirteen. It's probably. I think it's a bit generous, but it's, it is worth watching. Of a Sunday morning when you are in your pajamas and you know you get up and you don't have much else to do other than sit there and watch TV. And not that I know what that is like anymore, and probably ever will for another eighteen years, but. There you are.
0: <laughs> it's true, it's true. Um but yeah, it's 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 exactly that movie, isn't it? It's the it's the the lazy morning film.
1: Yeah. Right. What are we watching next? So up next,
0: obviously coronavirus has had an impact on film releases. And I don't so want to watch that. <laughs> you don't want to watch coronavirus. No. Um <laughs> If, if only I've, there I've was seen some romance. Ship. For, <laughs> if only there was some romance in a movie like Contagion or Outbreak, we could watch a, a horrible virus-related film. But instead, um, we're going to watch one of the films that has been very quickly released to um, digital release. Uh, we're going to be watching Emma.
1: Ah, Emma Dot.
0: Emma Dot. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: Very good. I think it looks very good. You've seen it already, and I haven't. So yes, I have.
0: I will be watching it again, though.
1: Um, I've heard nothing but good things. So, yeah, yes, it'd be interesting yeah. to hear from you how it stacks up on second viewing, and also the the difference in viewing experience between the cinema and viewing at home, because we can't go to the cinema anymore. No, we can't leave the house. Cinemas are a thing of the past.
0: We're allowed one daily constitutional a day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's not Um, a daily cinema. No,
0: it's just a walk around pretending that we live in Middle Earth or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or Martin Scorsese's The Irishman. (laughs) Exactly. Which now people are only watching it on streaming, just as he intended.
0: Just as as intended, yep.
1: (laughs) He's really happy about that. He's really happy about the coronavirus for that exact reason.
0: (laughs) He's just there like, oh, thank God for corona. Yeah, come on. (laughs) Disclaimer, Martin Scorsese, (laughs) probably not saying that.
1: Yeah, Martin, I know you listen every week. If you want to um, issue a correction, get in touch.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right in, mate. Right in.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, fuck the coronavirus. But it is good that we can watch some films on streaming.
0: Yes, for sure.
1: So I'm very much looking forward to watching Emma. Dot dot yeah superfluous punctuation okay in film titles not okay in your band name just for clarity <laughs>
0: are you taking another swipe at portugal here portugal dot the man yeah, yeah. yes i am <laughs> your most hated band name
1: yeah <laughs> no their music's um, actually all right
0: yeah i i like their
1: music quite a lot actually
0: um but speaking of music um, we have another podcast about yes. music
1: now. It's very important to share this, this news with you, which obviously we, this, we're recording this well ahead of time. So I'm actually going to put a note on the episode before this as well, because we didn't talk about it then, but we have a new podcast. If you haven't heard it yet, it's called Pod Durst. I'm very proud of that name. <laughs> it's so good. Pod Durst.
0: <laughs> Um, we talk about new metal and we rank new metal bands based on how new metal they are. We're not on based on quality to... <laughs> but based on the sheer concentration of new metalness.
1: Well, it's a quest to find the most new metal of all the new metal bands.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who is the most new metal of them all? It's the 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 answer only we can find, so
1: do listen in. Yeah. Come with us on this journey through time and space.
0: And by time we mean from 1994
1: through to 2003. <laughs> yeah. The greatest era of music.
0: <laughs> the, the time when, for centuries, people are going to look back on and say, you know what, that was the time when music hit its peak. Nothing could compare yeah. <laughs> to Limp Bizkit's cover version of Behind Blue Eyes. Oh my
1: God, so bad. <laughs> no um, but one yes, Bill... knows what it's like. It, it also always makes me think of that Bill Hicks sketch where he's talking about hooligans. <laughs> no <laughs> one knows what it's like to be a dustbin in Shaftsbury with hooligans. <laughs> um,
0: but but yeah, we love new metal. We're sure that you love new metal too. And even if you don't, listen to us talking even about
1: it. Even if you hate metal. it, I think you might genuinely find it interesting. You'll get we'll talk about the goofier of aspects of it and about the cultural impact and sort of ask pressing questions like why was everyone so into into Slipknot and the fact that they wore masks and that kind of stuff?
0: Yes, exactly. It's 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 a good one. It's going to be great. Our and you know, if you amazing. listen
1: to this show for Film Chat and it annoys you that we spend we that there's probably a 50/50 chance every episode that we end up talking about Mushroomhead or some other such stupid band, then you'll be pleased to know that that chat is moving to a different podcast.
0: Yeah, so we can't guarantee that it's never going to turn up here, but the chances of it happening are much reduced because we now have an outlet for that chat.
1: Yeah, it's an outlet that we needed. So yeah, check the link in the show notes to, for the first episode of Poddurst, which is all about Limp Biscuit.
0: Yeah, get get on it. It's great.
1: So come and it's get it. A-
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've been looking for an excuse to say that because I didn't do that on the, the actual podcast.
0: <laughs> oh man, what a missed opportunity. Yeah uh oh, okay <laughs> oh,
1: good times but yeah as always thank you very much for tuning in we really really appreciate it and hope you're all staying safe and keeping well washing your hands not touching your face and being good and um you know we have a whole back catalog so if you do have more time in your hands go back through our episodes and why not listen to some of the early ones hear how much we've changed
0: yeah you can we've got we've got so many great episodes here
1: we really do the,
0: there's there's something for everyone providing you like romantic movies
1: yeah films with romance in them if that's your jam it's all yeah. good if um what i might do at some point when i have a little bit more time is make a cut of all of the bits where we make up our own films like a super cut of the big boys movie ideas finishing obviously oh, with that would be the amazing. ugly dachshund films two through to four
0: yeah oh that would
1: be good Yep. And beginning with sensations obviously
0: of course the greatest the yeah. greatest of them all
1: <laughs> so yeah might do that at some point but otherwise yeah check out the back catalogue check out Pod Dust and we'll be back next week to talk about Emma dot dot oh and tweet us at bigboysdontpod email us at bigboysdontcrypodcast at gmail.com yes Already. Right. bye 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 dot dot Dot, dot, dot.
0: There ought to be a law Get the sheriff on the phone Lord have mercy, how-